Hello, and welcome to The Good Shit. It's been a while. I just looked at the previous episodes now, and um, there's a lot of downloads for the last one, and uh, I forgot that I <laughs> put together a, um, a merch site with t-shirts and bags and things like that, and I just discovered it, and I thought, oh my, I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, that's how I do things for some reason. I I kind of start off in many, many directions and then just kind of forget about it. And then years later, I think, oh, I did that. Oh, I said that. <laughs> that's just how I do it. But never mind that. Um, oh, I also um, read the only review that I've got on Apple um, Podcast so far, which is a very long and very positive review. So thank you again for writing that. Um, and it ends by saying, um, keep up the good sheet. I just read that and I thought, I forgot about that. Wow. That's really, 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 really cool. Thank you so much. Um, made me really happy. But also looking at the episode, um, the episode order, of course, the last, I suppose you could call it season, was the Hell series. Hell number one, hell number two, hell part three, hell part four, um, and the last one was hell part eight, which has got over 50 downloads so far, more than the others. I've not listened to it again, but um, I, I don't know why that one seems to have more downloads. It's been a while. I don't, I've not looked, I don't know, two years, three years? It's been a while. Um, and I didn't want to leave it on a sort of very negative note. Um, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all negative, but it was obviously a hard time. And I think um, recording that series was part of the cathartic process of going through that. And I'm happy to say that I have gone through it now. And I feel much better. If you looked at my sort of calendar of recorded symptoms and things, you would see a clear improvement, both in the frequency of symptoms and in the severity of symptoms. So, whereas at that time, you know, I felt pretty bad, sort of half of the time, let's say, I felt bad half of the time and I felt really bad, you know, maybe like a quarter of the time or something like that. I now go, you know, for weeks and months just feeling fine. Um, you know, you get the odd bad day, you know, you have a headache or whatever, but that's kind of just the the background noise of feeling how you're feeling rather than something that's separate from that and that is has gone wrong. Um, and it's an addition to your normal, normal self, right? And there's just not much in the calendar now. Um, and if I go back through it, in fact, I'm going to look at it right now. I used to use it every single day and now I sort of barely look at it. Okay, I'm going to get rid of this, um, <laughs> this ad. 
<clears throat> okay, right. So if I look at it now, um, this is like the pretty much the last day of the year as well. So uh, for the past month, there's barely there's nothing there. The previous thing was just um, last week. Just feeling, I think, nauseous, and then like three weeks before that, I think I had a headache. So yeah, it's pretty sort of um, few and far between. And the ones that are there are, um, you know, something that I, I notice now because I've been sensitized to it. Like, how am I feeling? Is this normal? Uh, but if if I hadn't, I wouldn't necessarily even think about it. It doesn't prevent me from just living my life, really. Um, of course, other things have happened um, because it's been a while, it's been a while. Um, but just focusing on this particular, let's say, episode of my recent history, um, I'm, I'm happy to say that that is much better. And of course, you might wonder, wow, <laughs> what did you do? How did it... How did it get fixed? Um, well, it's 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 one of those things that um, only happens once, and it, it's impossible to really do a side to side comparison. You know, if you went to private school, you didn't go to public school, or if. If you studied something at university, you didn't study something else. And it's one of those one-off things. Um, and it's impossible to say, well, if, if this hadn't happened, that hadn't happened, right? You only live the same thread of your life once, right? So you could say, well, you, you know, I could, I would have felt better anyway, just because time passes, maybe. Or in terms of the events that changed, um, what definitely changed was mm, I suppose the the regularity of my um, internal hormonal state, state potentially but it's not as simple as that because again something out of the ordinary happened that kind of threw that off balance and again, is it a case of just waiting for it to rebalance sort of over time? Would that just happen anyway? Or is there something specific that you do in terms of, say, for example, um, injectable HRT as opposed to topical HRT or, you know, something more practical that you play with or that you change? Because of the uncertainty of, you know, what was going on, I did um, move on to the injectables. And I have been feeling better, but again, is that because of it, or is that just associated with it? Um, I wondered quite a lot at the beginning of that process whether, you know, the range of the levels was causing the um, the instability, or whether the everyday shifts were causing that instability. Um, because with the topical formulation the range is narrower or at least they say it is right i've not even looked at i've not looked at the data i'm just i'm quoting 
the doctor's data and, and trusting them, trusting that they've looked at the data. <laughs> so with the topical one, the range is narrower. And that's why they say, you know, it mimics the sort of natural flow because it's a daily cycle rather than a many week or many month cycle. But even though the range is narrower, the movements within the range are more frequent because it changes daily, right? It goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up again and then it goes down again. So those movements are happening more. Whereas with the injectable, the range is much bigger, right? At the start, it's quite low. And then at the peak, it's quite high. So the range is potentially much bigger. But the daily movements are non-existent. Because um, for Nibida, for example, that cycle is, what, three-month cycle, a many, many-week cycle. So the day-to-day, hour-to-hour, day-to-day, week-to-week shift is very, very slow and very, very small compared to the topical. So is it a question of the overall range or the, the, the daily fluctuations? And I thought initially, because the range is much bigger, that could potentially uh, cause more instability. But then I thought, okay, but, but the timeline is much longer. So on a day-to-day basis, which is when I was getting these symptoms, right, one day or even hour-to-hour, right? So it was a very in-the-moment issue. Then once this is stabilized, um, the day-to-day hour-to-hour should be completely flat and it should be completely reliable and uh, not have those those swings, as it were. Um, but again, whether that interacts with anything in the background... There's still a lot of unknowns. I think really the only the only thing that matters is is just how you feel. At the end of the day, you know, you can you can fixate on the numbers and the data and get all sorts of things measured in your blood. Uh, but those are just another side of the same coin. And the other side is how you're actually feeling. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> are you comfortable? Are you happy? Um Otherwise, none of that makes any sense, and it's pointless. And for the question, are you okay? How are you feeling? Are you happy? The answer is, I am better. I'm feeling great, and I don't need to worry about that anymore. Um, It's kind of, you know, that was my problem to start with, is that I was feeling awful. Really, really awful. And the bloods were perfectly fine. And there wasn't, no one could tell me that something was wrong with me. But I was not okay, right? So you can feel horrible and no one can measure something to say, ooh, it's because that's wrong with you. Uh, so there we go. I don't know whether I'm going to uh, entitle this episode um, <laughs> The Opposite of Hell, Heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, But I have to say that type of thing does uh, change your character as a person. Especially in terms of interacting with people who are meant to help you or things like that. Um, And I think there comes a point where if you're having an issue and a series of professionals or doctors are failing to help you or even something else that's related, you know, physiotherapy 
for example, um, sports injuries, and I have had a sports injury. <laughs> it was a very similar thing of kind of going to the chiropractor, going to the um, going to the osteopath, and so on, physiotherapists, and pff, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes they misdiagnose you, um, and it's 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 funny how common that is, because you start off thinking they know everything, they're going to diagnose you correctly the first time. And then you realise, actually, if you if you were to go to, I don't know, 10 doctors in a row or 10 physios in a row, a lot of them, are more, most of them, will tell you different things, right? One of them will tell you there's nothing wrong with you. One of them will tell you it's in your head. One of them will give you a diagnosis and be very confident, but it's the wrong diagnosis. <laughs> um, and so on. Um, and what you kind of come out of that realizing is that that that's the case which is a surprise to begin with but also um if you have gone through a series of these things trying to get other people to help you um, and they failed usually and this is a bit esoteric but it kind of hints to the fact that it's something that for whatever reason you're meant to help yourself with if others are not succeeding in helping you, it's probably, there's probably, a, the missing link is that there's something that you need to do yourself, um, whether it's monitor your symptoms, whether it's persevere in trying different things, whether it's, I don't know. For the health series issue, that thing for me was... Um, just realizing that I deserved better and because it's very tempting especially as um you know as someone who is part of a minority or part of a community where there's some issue of self-hate or some issue of some sort of a phobia towards yourself um it is very subconsciously instant to kind of assume that it's your fault you deserve it you did it yourself and that applies to to, to so many things i mean literally so many things it's it feels like it's very specific and it's just for you it's just for your problem it's just for your situation but it's actually it applies to everything you know whether it's um doing sports and getting a sports injury, of course you did it to yourself. Um, whether it's, um, you know, female sexuality, um, SDIs, pregnancy and so on, well, you did it to yourself. Whether it's um, being trans and transitioning, well, HRT, you did it to yourself. Whether it's, you know, it feels very targeted and intimate and personal, but it's actually a very generic response. Um, and it's very much a case of seeing it and saying, well, no, actually, I deserve to feel okay. I deserve to feel good. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to be happy. And that means that you do what? You know, it might mean that you need to see another specialist. It might mean that you need to... And this is the thing. You don't know what to do. And that's what makes it so persuasive that there is nothing you can do. But that's not true. Even when you literally don't know what to do and you're just in in a in, in a pit of complete unknown 
there's absolutely nothing known. <laughs> you literally don't know what to do. And no one else does. It's complete unknown. That doesn't mean there isn't an answer. It means you're yet to find it. Your question is, do you believe that it exists? Because something can exist without you knowing about it. If I Google low interest mortgages, it's because I believe they exist, or there's a good probability they probably exist. If I Google what is xylitol, it's because I know the xylitol is a thing. You don't need to know it, you just, you know that it exists, and you can learn more. So you believe that there is a cure, or there is an answer to your problem. You don't know it yet, but you believe it exists. And if you don't believe it exists, why don't you? Why do you believe you're not going to get better? Why do you believe this is the end for you, right? That is still a belief. Is this going to be a series? I don't know. I feel like this is more of a one-off, ta-da moment. Um, I suppose it bears mentioning as well that um, there is another potential event on the horizon, which is... Actually, I don't even know if I can talk about this. I mean, it will be. it will become public. Um, but it's one of those sort of legal things where you're like, um, you know, it's not that, rel it's, it's more of a local thing. It's more of a, it's related to a country that is not necessarily related to anything else. I know most of the listenership here is in the US, followed by the UK. So it doesn't actually apply to these countries. It's more relegated, um, essentially, because of my um, dual citizenship. And it's essentially suing, um, just taking a country to court, because um, their process of updating documents and passports and things like that is very outdated, where... Um, they require you to be uh, to be inspected essentially by by their chosen medical professionals and um, you have to go to court and it takes forever and and then they can just say no <laughs> it's a very invasive kind of nasty process um, instead of just accepting your documents from a different country and just saying okay you now have this identity here we're going to copy-paste that for our document so you don't have to go around having basically two different identities. Um, and whilst this might be something controversial in in a place like the UK, you, you can or can't imagine, depending on your experience being in different countries, how much more sort of surreal and controversial it would be in a country where this is not uh, commonplace at all. Um, and I think someone quilted around 60 
people um, in this country that actually successfully um, updated their documents. So I don't know how this is going to pan out. Um, I would like to to not be anonymous and um, kind of, I suppose, become the, the face of it, um, at least in that country, where, again, this is a very unusual, very unusual situation, very unusual topic. But I don't know how people are going to react. I don't know whether I'm going to get, um, I don't know, letters posted through my letterbox and emails, you know, I don't know what the response is going to be like. So I can't even really say anything um, about that um, other than that it's coming up. <laughs> um, and it's funny because looking at uh, the good sheet, which I'd kind of almost forgotten about, it actually works out quite well in terms of sharing that with that new audience, because those people are probably going to want to know uh, more about who I am, more about the topic in general, um, and so on. And this could be that. Well, I don't know, I'm not convinced. I mean, <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the content is actually um, a little bit too blunt and a little bit too... Um, it, it's... It's... It's kind of made for an audience that already knows certain things or an audience who has experienced certain things themselves. And um, and obviously it's in English, so I don't know how, how good of a fit this would be to that audience. But I did think, you know, to kind of make the most of any, hopefully positive publicity for this um having some really nice positive um empowering merch would be a good idea and when i realized that the good sheet already had that store i thought well, there it is i already have it <laughs> so i just wanted to be really lazy and just be like i'm just going to link this instead of making a new thing um no but i wanted to commission um new art from a really good um artist here in the uk um who specialises in, in this this type of this niche? Um, come up with a logo or a or a slogan or a or a nice sort of semi-abstract um, drawing to kind of represent the situation that I guess a minority of people will be in. Um, but again, I don't know how this is going to pan out. So <laughs> wish me luck. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, um, I just wanted to check in because I didn't I didn't want to kind of leave it on that quite depressing note and just say it's a thing of the past I've pulled myself pulled pull myself through I got myself out of it and I can generally say I did that <laughs> because there was there was very little in the way of help from others so um I'll give credit what credit is due and credit is due to me um And, yeah, I've just got my life back, really, is, is what it comes down to. I'm trying to remember how I normally close these episodes. Um, do I just say see you, see you soon, see you next time? 
I can't, I can't, I can't even remember. <laughs> I, I need to, to build a, like a catalogue or a encyclopedia of these things. Um, because if, I, if I'm forgetting things at this age, can you imagine how grim things would be when I'm even older? Like, people will say, you recorded this thing 10 years ago. And I'll be like, no, I didn't. And just have one of those moments where you look at an old picture and you say, um, that was not me. Or you read like a really old text or something really cringy, like maybe even, you know, um, racist or homophobic or something that completely just stops you in your tracks. And and you can see your name. You definitely wrote that, you know, in two thousand and. 10 <laughs> and you just look at it and you say that that's not me that was a different person um <laughs> but even for that just to keep track of it um okay well i'm really pleased to check in for positive news and um i guess at this point i can just wish you uh and i haven't even mentioned the pandemic that's casually taken place in between episodes <laughs> But I will just wish you a happy new year.